documentary film, the show that seeks to prove that arty and trashy movies have a lot in common and you don't need to enjoy just one or the other. So we will take our movie of the week and pair it with something artier or trashier and hope that you discover an unexpected new favorite or at the very least are entertained. I am one of your hosts, Nick, and with me as always is the Mozart's ghost to my pizza.net. Aaron is here. Hi, Aaron. Pizza.net. Pizza. Just pizza. Just no particular brand, just pizza. That's uh, the no-name brand. Yeah. <laughs> Do you... I'm sorry, I'm not having a no-name pizza delivered to my house by a mysterious courier. Like, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> FedEx delivering your no-name yeah. <laughs> pizza? Don't want that? Hmm, I don't want food poisoning. How are you, Nick? Oh, I'm I'm good. I'm alive. I'm caught up in something. Good. So more on that later. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm great. Uh, this is the first time I've ever seen this movie, or really heard of it, but I feel like we'll, we'll talk about it, but it's such a part of your childhood. And what movie might that be, I know you're thinking, dear listener? <laughs> also me. And, <laughs> yeah, Aaron doesn't, doesn't know what we're doing yet. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, we are talking about the 1995 techno-thriller, The Net. Computer analyst Angela Bennett was just doing her job. Oh my God. When she stumbled onto something. What is this? She never should have seen something. Why would anybody want to do any of this? That reaches farther than she could ever imagine. They hacked into computers and they caused this chaos. She has the evidence. She's copied the disc. Have a girl. But they have the power. This summer, Sandra Bullock is caught. In the net. Get caught up in it. <laughs> is this the tagline for the movie, or is this something I've you invented? I've not seen it in your anywhere. <laughs> but I do you have a like strong memory of it? To me, the tagline is "Get caught up in the net." Okay. Like, but that's <laughs> even for this movie, I think that's pretty stupid. <laughs> But Aaron, there's so much of the internet in this movie. I mean, I will grant you that. The internet is happening a lot here. Say, okay, let's let's take a couple steps back. Let's say you're like Aaron, and one day ago, you didn't know what the movie The Net was. Yes. And for you, that's right now. Yeah. The Net is a cyber thriller from the 90s, and boy, is it 90s. Here's your little blurb. Angela Bennett is a freelance software engineer who lives in a world of computer technology. When a cyber friend asks Bennett to debug a new game... She inadvertently becomes involved in a conspiracy that will soon turn her life upside down and make her the target of an assassination. 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 This is a real, like, feels like direct-to-video thriller from the Mm mid-90s that is one of those things that I'm surprised you didn't know about it. Because (laughs) this is one of those things that, like, every person I've ever seen in a conversation where the net comes, like, the phrase the net comes up, somebody goes, oh, you remember that Sandra Bullock movie? (laughs) Really? Okay, all right. And I think it's because of, you already said this is a big part of my childhood, this was a, uh, on TBS, the Superstation on cable. Oh, yeah. This was one of the movies that was just relentlessly played. Like, I saw portions of this movie, like, I want to say every week for, like, five years straight. That'll fuck up your brain chemistry a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Is it one of those movies that you never saw all the way front to back? Or you saw for the first time in pieces, or what? Yeah, like, I don't know that we... So we obviously watched it for the podcast. This would be insane if we hadn't. Um, (laughs) But I... a real swing here. (laughs) I don't know that I've ever seen the beginning of this movie. Like, I, Amazing. Okay. I remember, and we'll talk about what happens in this movie, I remember seeing her 
at her desk and doing like the pizza.net order and all yeah. that. But I don't remember anything before that. So I don't know that I, before this, that I ever saw. I mean, is it fair to say that some of this movie is just very forgettable? <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I, okay, fair, fair <laughs> enough. Because so much of it has stuck with me. And you might say that's because I've been like, it's been sledgehammering my brain for Every some week of the most for five formative years. Yeah. years of my yeah. life. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, there's a groove in my brain that's Sandra Bullock saying, I'm in the computer. <laughs> she came here to use the computer. <laughs> Your favorite line in the movie. So good. Uh, so let's run through real quickly what actually happens in this movie. This is, uh, is as part of our podcast mission statement, this definitely falls on the trashy side. Yeah. This is this feels like a Robert Ludlum paperback or something to me. <laughs> yeah, sure. I've never read a Robert Ludlum book, but this feels like a, an airport paperback. Yes, no, exactly. Yeah. It's very disposable but specific mm. in, a, in its weird way where it doesn't know i feel like there's other examples that aren't the internet but i know that there's a lot of them where it's like we don't the writers don't really know what the internet is but we know yeah. just enough to kind of like we know what other people think the internet is yeah so we can mold a plot around yeah it. well I'm, that's very airport thriller yeah. where you that's not how like working at the morgue works, or, or like, like general spying. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. <laughs> Where you're like, nah, we have a public understanding of what this is. I'll go with that. Yeah, basically, the long and short of the movie is she is Sandra Bullock. She is Sandra Bullock. She is Sandra. <laughs> uh, but she gets uh, like discs in the mail all the time to do debugging stuff. She's floppy disks. Yeah. Take you back. Yeah. I was still using floppies for like school projects as of like the eighth grade. They're like good not technology. that long ago. Yeah. Don't correct me. <laughs> they're good. Uh, they're good tech. Yeah, she. We open on like a senator or a secretary, Washington of, figure of yeah, some kind committing suicide, and then we cut to Sandra Bullock, who's like debugging discs, and she gets a call from like her hacker buddy, and she's never met anybody in real life. She's a very isolated person, yeah. <laughs> and he calls her up to be like, "Hey, check out this thing," and she's like, "Oh, I'm in the DoD and seeing some weird stuff. That's weird. Anyway, how about you fly down and we'll we'll hang out and talk about it." And our dude dies in a plane crash. That's very... Because all of his instruments malfunction or yeah, something. Or like, their instruments do or something. A classic... I feel like this is very unclear, but it feels like... I know there's other movies that have done this where it's like the instruments recalculated the ground as being closer than it was, and therefore he Farther hits a mountain. Than... Yeah, maybe. That, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. So the path of death begins. Uh, but Sandra Bullock goes on her cool vacation, and she... Meets a heartthrob there who knows all of the things about her. Uh, but not in that way. It's just like, wow, we have so much in common. Yeah. And he's clearly a, like a computer guy, too. He brings his laptop to the beach, yeah. which is hilarious. But this is, I I do think that like the groundwork of this is pretty well done. Pretty insidious of like, it's specific enough, but still general enough. That like, yeah, you'd meet somebody who, who would also be obsessed with Breakfast at Tiffany's. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, what we're trying to say is Sandra Bullock's character is basic as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call her a basic bitch because yeah. I love her too much, but that's... <laughs> Let women be basic bitches, Nick. I'll allow it, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a feminist. <laughs> Here are my credentials. Sandra Bullock is a basic bitch. I think In this movie. <laughs> um, so they hook up, but it turns out he's trying to kill her because she saw too much and he wants the disc back. Yeah, uh, the disc is like he fakes a, he sets up a robbery so that he can get the disc from her purse. Yeah. For unknown reasons. Then she loses her passport and she 
mysteriously signs a temp visa to get back into the country. Such a bad idea. Such a bad idea, but I also get why she does it. She talks it through, like, in four different ways, and the customs person is like, just fucking sign it, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, So she, like, it's cool, it's like reverse identity theft. She steals a made-up identity by accident, so no one believes that she's Angela Bennett anymore. Yeah, she gets a new identity accidentally assigned to her, and she does just enough, like, sure, fine, to make it official and hard to get out of. Yeah, Uh, but while she's away, they sell her house on her, they try to go after her mom. They got a lot done in, like, three days. That's crazy. And, like, all of what I've described is, like, first act, and then the rest of the movie is, let's put Sandra Bullock in situations. Yeah. Yeah, this is a very person in situations yeah. movie. Which yeah. I love a person in situations movie. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But that's why you say it's forgettable. I think that's why, because it's just like, and then a lot of stuff happens, and then. <laughs> a she lot wins. of stuff. It, here's what's annoying about this movie to me it's <laughs> actually, like, kind of well written. Like, there's there's re- almost no stuff that doesn't pay off later. Yeah. But at the time, this setup first half is so weird and out of left field it's and so bananas. long, too. And, and it just keeps going on, <laughs> and we don't get any sense of, like, what should I be looking for? Or, like, what's, the, what's weird and what isn't? Yeah. We're not meant to know that all of this is weird. So it, it really, like... <laughs> the, the situations do pay things off but yeah. boy it takes a long time to get there it really like it's you're giving me a lot of credit saying it's well written I feel like it's structurally really well put mm-hmm, together mm-hmm. which is why I love a trashy thriller where it's just like I, we got all the great building blocks in place and then I don't know and then she says I need a computer and then yeah. we get her one <laughs> yeah it's like they forgot to fill in you know when you're writing like <laughs> a yeah you're writing like a school paper and you just put like you highlight red like put example here like it just feels like they forgot to go back and put example here she's going to use a computer <laughs> she's here to use a computer <laughs> but like they do you know it's a good paranoia thriller in yeah. that way where there's like she just steps kind of into it and then the threads are tightening for the rest of the the movie yeah I mean... I... There's some really excellent turns. Like, the the thing that I had f- completely forgotten about, but it got you good, was Bullock meets up with her psychiatrist, who's her ex. Former psychiatrist, former psychiatrist. and ex. Yeah, yeah, that's messy. That's not good. Uh, and he's like, I got this FBI friend, Ben Phillips. And it goes like a full, I want to say like 45 minutes yeah. before you hear from Ben Phillips. Yeah. But he gets her out of prison... After the threads have tightened a little bit. And yeah, and you're like, oh, thank God, an ally. Yeah. And it's really badly written in the dialogue how it happens, where he's just like, and what about the disc that you definitely haven't told me about yet? Where is that? And yeah. she's just like, I didn't tell you any of this. You're unbelievably bad at this. <laughs> she gets so mad at him, like, try, try a little. Yeah, but it, it's such a good, like, oh, you, it actually does feel like, oh, some relief, an ally. Yes. And then yeah. it gets like, oh, yeah, and she's not even emotionally annoyed by it she's just so mad she's like i thought i had a fucking way out here yeah goddamn people you're wasting my time (laughs) yeah yeah so before we talk more about the plot let's talk about uh who put this fucker together sure thing (laughs) so this is uh so this fucker was made by was directed by erwin winkler who uh did a lot of genre-y cinema he hadn't uh, i think he directed a total of like six movies okay something like that but i was looking like why is this guy's name so familiar i know this guy's name and it's because he is like an oscar award-winning producer oh <laughs> yeah that's too bad so he just to give you a few here are 
probably hit the top of his credits, but this is about par for the course for him. Okay. He was what, the core producer of these movies. Rocky, Raging Bull, The Right Stuff, Goodfellas, Silence, The Irishman. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> so, like, he... <laughs> He, he's he's okay. doing this movie after he won his Oscar for Goodfellas. That's like, so weird. It's so funny. <laughs> he just gets to fuck around for yeah. a little while. I don't know. Is that... He's got fuck you money. I'm going to hire Sandra Bullock to run around. <laughs> Honestly, good for him. Whom among us would not be doing this? But it's just, it just makes me so happy that we chose to do this movie because who better to have our ethos in him of like makes beautiful, amazing Jordan. art. And he's like, and then she get a click clack on the keyboard. <laughs> I will direct Sandra Bullock in a crop top on the internet. So many crop tops. There'll be so many smash zooms and (laughs) insane. The computer Uh, is making some of these sound effects too. Is something like whoosh sound effects. There's a a whoosh sound effect that comes up several times as she's going through the the, like the backdoor code. And like there's a few scenes where it's very clear that it's the computer making the noise. (laughs) So funny. I don't know if everyone has ever been near a computer. Uh, Bless his heart. Well, uh, 95, they're doing this press tour for this movie. This movie was actually like a pretty big hit. Which really? Which is surprising, okay. again, to say. But a uh, quote from 1995, press tour, quote, I do not own a computer. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew <laughs> he it. He called it. And he went on to say, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> As everyone just nods like we we know. Everyone, it's, it's pretty clear. <laughs> I do uh, not own a computer. <laughs> Wow. I mean, it's obvious, my friend. Uh, but he's not writing it; he's just directing it. He's he's picking up on what people know about computers. Again, you got this, yeah, the modem sound. You got the smash cuts. You got the constant flashing of the screen. Yeah, animated gifs. Yeah, yeah. big yeah. That Mozart's oh. Ghost website. Oh my god, so annoying! Autoplay music oh, on your yeah. fucking website. Little flash animation load. We'll talk about this in a little bit, but like. I didn't know what the internet was when I saw this movie. So this was like, me sure. watching this was like, oh, okay, when I eventually see the internet, it'll be like this. <laughs> As a technology family, mm. even like even when this movie came out, I would have been six or so. I had been using the internet for a couple of years by that point, just to go on like Disney.com or whatever. But yeah, it's still, it, it, it all looked much better than this you does. You shouldn't have been allowed on the internet at six. <laughs> it's too young. I was so cool. Right. I'm not joking. I went to the Disney website and just listened to music from Hercules. Well, there's your autoplay music. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it was cool once. It's, it'll be cool again. I hope we're going back. It, yeah. <laughs> um, this movie written by John Broncato and Michael Ferris, who are big, like, schlock movie writers. Okay. So you got to give it up. Uh, writers of such delightful schlock as Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Nice. Catwoman, the Halle Berry Oh, one, boy. Okay. Terminator Salvation. And their follow-up to this movie, their follow-up to The Net, was a little movie called The Game by David Fincher. So they, oh. yeah, they really vacillate and wildly was. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the Michael They'll Douglas just... thriller. I have this problem where like Michael Douglas movies just sort of slide off my brain. Mm. I've never absorbed a Michael Douglas movie to my knowledge. Well, my problem is that he, because he looks exactly like Kirk Douglas, I just think it's one guy. Right. <laughs> they do look like. My Kirk Douglas. My Kirk. <laughs> Kirkle Douglas. <laughs> I like Kirkle. <laughs> James T. Kirkle. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Kirk and Urkel together. Oh, no. <laughs> they went in the transporter together. The they two mixed. They two mixed. 
Oh my god. Okay, this is actually nerdier than I was. Ex- I was expecting to make fun of the internet culture, and we're just the internet culture. <laughs> and I'm here shouting Tuvix. <laughs> actually, this is exactly what I expected yeah. to happen. Uh, so okay. Uh, hard reset. Yes. Sandra Bullock's in this movie. <laughs> yes, she is. Bless her. This is her third movie, I think. Oh god. Thir- okay. Third starring movie. So sure, she sure. did Speed, another something, and then this. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So like. Because Speed was huge. Huge, 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 huge. And I, whatever her next movie was was also pretty big. I can't mm. recall what it was now. Um, but I just want to give you some quotes from uh, that same press tour that she did. Oh, please, uh, please, yes. Quote, I'm a computer freak. End <laughs> quote. Sandy, no. <laughs> quote, I'm not good at talking on the phone, so I communicate with all my friends online. First thing in the morning, I turn on my computer and I get... To- <laughs> turn on my computer to get and send email. <laughs> Lastly at night, I do the same. But this movie makes you think twice about what you say. <laughs> oh my God. This is like, this is exactly what I knew uh, about the internet at that time, Okay, though. no, that's fair. Like, the, it sounds so hokey and dated, but it's, it's like what the popular consensus was I mean, on the internet. I mean, I know. I think we had this weird... We had this weird conception of the internet as like a physical... Like a tool instead of this weird, mm. like virtual reality style thing where there's just like a whole shadow life you can <laughs> you can have online this all sounds insane coming no, out of my no, mouth but, but you know what i mean where like yeah. the the computer is the internet they're both the same thing and so you turn on the computer yeah. to internet and like yeah i don't know first Obviously. you net then you internet yeah <laughs> you there's just not like clearly not just at a period where it was not in any way integrated into people's yeah. daily like lives it was, like it was like is Usenet forums? Is that what it's called? Like, yeah. it, you had that or email. There was no centralized anything. Yeah. So. Usenet honestly might not have even been like a thing when this <laughs> movie was released. Like, Weird. really, 1993 is kind of the the first like widespread public use of internet. Like, I <laughs> know it was it was available before that. Yeah, but, but it was like people in biz in the interneting business. Yeah, yeah, or at you know Harvard or wherever they yeah. they yeah. Yeah where, they, yeah, where they had the isolated yeah. servers, not yes. an open-ended thing. Yeah. yeah. The World Wide Web, I think, is, like, a weirdly late, like, a, a early to mid at best 90s <laughs> situation. So, yeah, I'm sure at the time, the, I'm a computer freak. I check email twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Sandy, <laughs> slow down! <laughs> so funny. Do you think that was true, or they made her say it for this? <laughs> this press tour was done at a Mac convention, so oh, I have God. to assume... That's no. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I don't know. She, maybe it was because she oh. like she did have this reputation for being like a kind of an awkward person. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. like, I mean, whom among us would rather talk on the phone, etc. But but she is like, she's one of those like a list, maybe not a list at the time, but like big celebrities of the time mm-hmm. that is just like not doing a lot of interviews and stuff. Like, she wasn't out there as much as the big ones. I guess. And, and again, to to the point, like, you'd have to go and go to the red carpet to see the interviews. Like, where are you going to find these interviews? I think this press tour that they did was just her and Winkler. Like, they just went to computer stuff. That's so which weird. Which is really okay. weird. The but... one set of people who could debunk your... <laughs> who are not going to enjoy your movie. <laughs> but it's this one set of people that would be excited about it. Yeah, oh, fair, Before fair. it comes out, okay. I feel like. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you think they ever... She ever got, like, technical questions at these things? Like, Sandra oh, Bullock, so. what's your favorite style of architecture? Like, server architecture. And she just goes, like, I love emails. <laughs> 
I hope that, yeah, I hope that there was a Q&A after the movie and being like, I see that you used a TCIP yeah. <laughs> encryption protocol, but uh, we all know that it would actually be, and she just, a wizard did it, like that <laughs> level of response. I don't speak English, sorry. I do have this hope, though, that she is, like, early internet, that she would be the person that, like, oh, I know how to, like, properly change the IP address on my router to, like, open oh. the ports properly. Like, I would hope that she's that kind of person. Maybe. I, I, I would love that for her. Yeah, let's, I'd love that for her, too. Let's pretend that's the case. Yeah. And, like, this is one of those things. You know this about me. The And I feel like this is most everybody. I had, a, like, a little crush on Sandra Bullock in the early 90s. I think it was, like, here's your being a person in the 90s. Yeah. Starter pack, rolly, heels, heelys. No? Okay. Yeah. Glitter pens, crush on Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Yes. But, like, her hair looks great in this, and they put her in a crop top. That yeah. sells the tickets. What are you... <laughs> Worst case scenario. Did this come out in the summer? Was it, like, a summer blockbuster? Oh, I don't know, actually. I, I think so. I okay. think that this is one of those, yeah, we'll just throw it out there, and hopefully it finds an audience. And it, like, yeah. did. It became, like, a cult. Maybe not cult, but, like, still a mainstream success. I know it was, sure. like, quite profitable. Like, it made its budget back oh, good huge big time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Speaking of budget, though, they didn't spend a lot on the actors, I don't think, because I don't know anybody else in this movie, really. I think the most, like, wow, that guy is the preacher from Deadwood. Yeah, Ray McKinnon. <laughs> shows up. Yeah, yeah, there, right. Yeah. For a scene, and then he blows up in an airplane. Yep. Like, yep. <laughs> he dies a lot. Yeah, he does. Okay. You've, uh, you've got Jeremy Northam, who I, like, vaguely know from other trashy things, mm. and Dennis Miller, famed hard-right comedian. <laughs> Hindsight is not kind to this movie in any uh, oh, no. on any factor. But it, it's got that thing that I love about these trashy movies where they're throwing out so much stuff that it is weirdly prescient for some things. Yeah, like for, true, true. Airline booking, ordering your pizza online. Wolfenstein is there. Everybody loves Wolfenstein. <laughs> you have she set up a CRT yeah. fireplace, which is like a I retro mean... setup thing that people do for aesthetics now. Like how That's we so watch cute. the Yule Log on Netflix. We do. It's the it's exact whole, same thing. It's an actual cultural phenomenon, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And, like, that's a real tech conference that they're at. That's one of the first tech... Con- at the end, nice. that, that set piece. Yeah, yeah. They shut down Macworld for the day oh, to damn. shoot that scene. Um, <laughs> that's cute. And, like, all of the technology in this movie is... Not the, like, actual coding and stuff, but the hardware is real. Sure, They're it all exists. Mac products. Yeah. Mac... This is the first movie that Mac uh, got into, like, providing promotional consideration. Uh, they, furnishings by or whatever. And, like, there were interviews with them at this press tour being like, what's it like to get into the movie game? And they're like, well, we're, we're branching out. So, like, oh this God. is a precursor to so many things Aww. in a weird way. Well, it's one of these movies where, like, and we'll talk about it a little later, too, I'm sure, <laughs> but the... It's not meant to be, like, a cautionary... It is meant to be a cautionary tale, but not about, like, we can't let technology get this far. This tale is... Technology is already this far. You're just looking at stuff that, like... Yeah, someone who does it for work, but you could just go and purchase in a store... And and the tools are already there. The yeah. scary thing isn't, oh, what if we let technology become this? So it's all stuff that exists. It's very grounded in, in that sense. Yeah, and like all paranoia thrillers have like at least one big grounding idea. And this kind of has two, so mm. it makes it a little messy. But okay, a security, cybersecurity group will build in a back door to be able to do what they want to your files. Yeah. There. That that's the, I guess that's kind of the main thing. And then the offshoot of that is... And therefore, they can do whatever they want with your information, such as make you a new person yeah. and make you sound crazy. I think it's all, it's part and parcel, like, that yeah. That message just is, like, 
someone could easily use the tools at hand to ruin any life, therefore could be your life yeah. they ruin. Which is funny when you think about that in the larger scheme of things. It is a very conservative coded movie because it's kind of like, <laughs> progress is scary. Don't let it happen to you. Yeah, that's true. At what cost? But I think I think it's it's also such a, a good example of like it's it it could be any technology. It's just mm. the fact that people like power and they'll oh, they'll sure, use sure, whatever sure. tools they have to get power. And yeah. that's what's dangerous. It's like if you're in the way of them consolidating power, you're in trouble. I still think my read is correct because of it being a conservative think piece, because <laughs> the enemy becomes Ruth Marx. 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 Marx is the enemy. Oh, God. <laughs> I really never put that together. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty damning evidence, I suppose. <laughs> the, the big crux of this is uh, Devlin, our Jeremy Northam, is like inputting all of this fraudulent data into Ruth Marx to be like, ah, I'm fucking with her. Yeah. And I love the, the fact that this movie doesn't really understand how the internet works is fine. I'm cool with that. Whatever. Uh, but I love that it's so petty that he's putting in like, hey, she's a prostitute. I know. She's got venereal disease. It's They're just so disrespectful. So mean for no reason. <laughs> so petty. Like, what is this going to accomplish in this? Like, <laughs> Why are you putting that she has venereal disease into her criminal records? <laughs> Why is that on your police record? What the fuck? But yeah, baffling guy. The... A really baffling guy. This is, and here's the thing that I don't know. I now understand this. I totally did not get this at the time. So the suicide that we see at the beginning is a guy who kills himself because... He and, gets a phone call and we later find out it's his lab results, quote unquote, that he has AIDS. And there's like a one line thing of like his lever that they used to manipulate him was that he's a huge homophobe. Yeah. So they just did that because at the time, if you had HIV or AIDS, it... To the world said... I'm gay. I'm gay, which is, we know is not true. But the, like, I don't know if you realize this, the big parade that you said, this parade's been going on forever. That's the AIDS walk that occurred at that time? I wondered. Yeah. There's one poster that said healthcare is a right, not a privilege. Yeah. And I was like, I hate that this could be anything. It could be anything today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is another one of these things that's, like, kind of really well-crafted, yeah. annoyingly. Like, like it's the woven guy, into the fabric of what 1995 was so well. This is such a time capsule, but, like, for better and for worse. Like, yeah. both, really. Yeah, yeah, it's such a... It, it takes a lot of parsing through the weirdness of the movie's stuff, but, but you do... Yeah, this guy was trying to block th th that security... Yeah, gatekeeper program from being, like the overarching like governmental program that they yeah. the whole government uses and they needed him out of the way so yeah. they were like let's make him think that he has aids and his political career is over as a result yeah and he just kills himself and like in a park it, 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 absolutely batshit but like <laughs> it, it totally logically makes sense once you understand what happened yeah yeah it's just very very direct and mm -hmm. i feel like this is where the movie becomes trashy, where it's like, no, no uh, nuance. It's uh, no, a homophobe yeah. thinks he has HIV is a direct line to ending his life. Yeah, like I yeah no nuance. Like, yeah. logic, but no nuance. And, like, 
I'm worried that this movie doesn't have enough of Bullock muttering directly to a computer what she's doing. <laughs> like, there's your lack of nuance. When That's... do we, yeah, when do we think that, like, this movie is such a weird mix of, I think the audience has head injuries and won't understand what's going on versus we are going to throw a lot of stuff at you and it is up to you. Like, when she is, uh, what is she, she's tracing the IP of somebody. I can't remember. Yeah. But it's, like, going through the, like, ports and subnet and, like, if you didn't know what that was, you'd be like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> or maybe you get enough of it to know? Maybe. I think it's just very clearly, like, you can see... Uh, 90s movies are obsessed with this this visual representation of searching, where a lot of mm. images flicker past really quickly, yeah. as if the computer is, like, querying and displaying at the same time. Yeah, very Tony very Scott funny. kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, one of the absolute most, like, boy, sure glad we moved past this, is the person saying out loud what they're typing into the computer, even though you're going to show the computer screen. I also, I love how slow of a typer she is. Yeah. <laughs> Hacker. Hacking. That's <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, I, I want you to know that in looking up some stuff for this, I found a new uh, website resource that I'm just going to rely on for a lot of things called oh. uh, Starring the Computer. <laughs> Oh, what's uh, this? It tells you the make, model, and a rating of how the computer is used in the movie. So it's got the like the Mac products that exist in here, how how um, realistically it's portrayed, how well it's featured, if it's like a plot aspect or if it's just a background thing. See, this yep. is this is the internet of old. I'm gonna get really ancient for a moment here, and like <laughs> it used to just be that you could go. The internet was hadn't been consolidated by like three corporations yeah. yet. You didn't have ads popping up while you scrolled so that you can only read, like, four millimeters on your screen. Staringthecomputer.com is excellent for this. There's no ads. Sure. It looks like a GeoCities site. Probably yeah. hasn't actually been updated since the early 2000s. Sure. Yeah, ideal, ideal, <laughs> ideal, like, point in time. Yeah, yep. and it really used to be, like, just a collection of fucking weird little niche stuff. Yeah. And I, I feel like we're missing that nowadays. So do yourself a favor and go to starringthecomputer.com, look up your favorite movie. <laughs> look great. up your favorite the, computer. There's hundreds of, of movies in there. It's great. Oh, God, I bet. I love yeah. it. That's so... What, oh, do you know what the first movie to ever feature a computer... Does it, does oh, it say? No, I would I be so curious. That would be interesting. I bet it's something like from the 50s where it's a computer that like takes up an entire room. Oh, like an IBM like thinking machine. Yeah, it's running on magnetic tape and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You've got punch cards. Yeah, okay. So one other thing I wanted to mention Fair. about this movie, <laughs> Erwin Winkler said that he, this is his version of a Hitchcock movie. He wanted to like make this a Hitchcock movie. Oh, is it slotting into the place now? Okay, kind of yeah. why it's so <laughs> well, and also so there there are just so many like little pops of like other better movies in this movie. <laughs> I've got two of them here. Okay, do you have more? I the one that I have well two the one that I have in particular that is like oh Hitchcock is when the cop wakes her up in her car when she's like oh. Of on the run for the I, the cop looks he's got the same fucking face as in psycho yeah. when the cop knocks on on uh, janet lee's window to wake her up at the side of the highway same face same glasses he just like watches her drive out of the parking lot the same way as in that psycho was... it's almost it's like pitch perfect it's really weird <laughs> it's really eerie to watch i remember like when we watched this being like why is the scene here yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes perfect sense. I hadn't clocked that one weirdly. Yeah, yeah. The ones that I clocked were weirdly miscellaneous. Like, gimme. What isn't that miscellaneous? The big carousel scene. Oh, strangers oh, on a train. Of course, of course. Yeah. It's. I think it's not playing the same music, but it's the same like. 
kind oh, of framing on some stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, 100%. But the big, like, really clear thing, because it's supposed to be doing the same thing to the audience, is um, when she's in Cozumel, when she's on vacation, and Devlin is, like, wooing her. Yeah. He ties, uh, they're cold, and they're walking on the beach, and he ties, a, a, like, His handkerchief, handkerchief around her belly? A 90s handkerchief around her belly. And in Notorious, that's uh, what Cary Grant does to Ingrid Bergman oh. as, like, one of the first signs that they're, like, kind of sweet on each other. Oh, I don't remember that. That's yeah. really cute. I gotta rewatch Notorious. Notorious is so great. I love Notorious. That God, I want to watch so, so much Hitchcock right now. <laughs> It's all sounding into place. That's a very funny one because that moment, I think, was where I was like, I don't even understand. Is this movie really actually bad or is it really funny or what's happening? Because she goes like, mm, I'm cold. And he's wearing a jacket, like a linen jacket on the beach. And you would expect him to take off his jacket. But instead he just whips out the handkerchief and just gingerly ties it around her exposed belly. Sir, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? But it's because you find out later his jacket has his gun in it. Yes. And he doesn't want her to find that out. Which happens later, yeah. Yes. Which that scene, I, you but even said to time, me. But at the time, what the fuck? You said out loud, what is happening? <laughs> when That's where I was like, I, I don't know, man. She gets mugged and then he runs after the mugger and it's revealed that he's a bad guy. He and he starts rifling through a person and go, you, you said something like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> oh, it's nothing in place, yes. Uh, but you, this is, again, you're weirdly hypnotized into like, she's just on vacation. I don't know what this movie yeah, is. what is it? <laughs> I just want to watch her have a nice time on vacation. Yeah. And just to round it up, just the killer ending of her, the panning off into the sky, and then a little pie screen appears in the bottom, and then the no, the user click clicks on it, it, and it's the credits. Were you, you the user the whole time? You were the user all along. This movie is weirdly prescient in that most people watch movies on their laptop now, <laughs> so it's like you could have been watching, you know, a virtual reality the whole time. I love it. So funny. The other thing that that is like, why are they putting this better <laughs> bit of a better movie in your movie? Is is the parallax view thing of like, you know, the bad guy silhouetted at the end, like she's oh, trying yeah. to run across the catwalk to freedom, and there's this just triangle, like rectangle of light. I don't know shapes. This rectangle of light. <laughs> the triangular. <laughs> the triangle dog. of light. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Legend of Zelda game, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a gamer. Um, yeah, and and you know that's your only escape, and then someone blocks the way like a shadowy. Oh thing. yeah, I shouted parallax. When yes, that you happened. did. Yeah, but I forgot it. Yeah, parallax. Yeah, but uh, I mean, knowing that he produced all these like super good movies, I I, I can see just being like. I just want to slip this in. As this a is what it's one of my favorite trashy movies for that reason because it has such amazing production value. <laughs> it kind of does. And Sandra Bullock is like so watchable in it, and it just becomes a like, oh, you just didn't like write anything down. Yeah. And it's your first time with a camera. It's your first day using a camera. <laughs> All these pen that's, zoom. That's pen, okay. Yeah. They they feel Whoosh. bad. <laughs> I don't like any of them, but uh, the bones of it are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, re regrettably, the actual internet and computer use, not good. <laughs> it's really a lot of what your movie is, so you picked the, the wrong thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, that kind of aligns perfectly. I think you have a segment for us today talking about- Oh boy, about... don't I just. <laughs> I'm talking about how we didn't fucking know what was going on with- I mean, like I said, the, the public, you know, World Wide Web- had only been around for a few years in like the public consciousness and it's really like there was a period of time kind of 19 well yeah kind of like 1995 to 1999 where 
and regrettably beyond. But then they didn't have an excuse. But this this window where the, the you, you remember that as is it Asimov quote about like any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from literal magic. Yep. And that's kind of how the internet was used in all of these movies as literal magic. Just yeah. things that make no fucking sense at all. Even even from a like. If, if you don't know anything about computers, if you just think about it for like four seconds, you're like, we can't do that. <laughs> There's a great Roger Ebert uh, review of this movie that has like the only pains that he goes to talk about the technology is like the quote is like, and the focus on tech will uh, amuse those who are interested in such things, like something like that. <laughs> but he also does point out the exact thing that becomes so hack of like, oh, well, all the bad guys can click two things and then it happens immediately sure and they've set up like a software interface to do crime yeah like they went out of their way to design like a, a piece of software for and they're it. somehow wirelessly accessing the internet at a time when wireless infrastructure oh does God. not exist yes. like yes. all that stuff of like which is just whisked away to be like eh, they're bad guys they can do the thing <laughs> yeah yeah there's one really good line in the net where they're they're like chance quote-unquote meeting on the beach his laptop is like poking out of his bag and He's like, aren't we pathetic? We're on we're on a beautiful beach and all we can think about is like where to hook up our modem. <laughs> Sir, I don't I think you have many steps to go to have connectivity here. <laughs> so I would like to take you through I don't want to put you on trial, Nick. Oh god. No, I want I want you to try and guess. I have a list of, of questions for you. This will be like a like a graboid onto these facts. But not related to any one specific franchise. Oh, okay. So I'm 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 splintering off from this. I would like you to go through these questions with me, go through these movies with me, and mm. figure out of the batshit things <laughs> that we thought the internet could do, which of these that I'm going to list for you are real. Oh god. Are okay. like actually happened in these movies that we thought the internet could do. That, so not that is... the things themselves exist and are real. Okay. What did the movie Think could we could do with internet and computer amazing at awesome the time. i love this you ready okay. for this all right i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> all right so a uh, one you know uh, i know you love uh in the x-files episode x-files being very like you know early 90s through yeah, early 2000s this movie makes me think of what i think the episode you're gonna say is the yeah, one where they go in the computer yes <laughs> there were a couple of those actually <laughs> one of them was like not so bad and then they hired those same writers to do a second episode, and this is the episode called First Person Shooter. Yes. It is really, really quite something. Mm. So, in this X-Files episode, what is the inciting incident oh. that brings the case to Mulder and Scully's attention? Okay. Is it A, a VR video game causes players who die in the game to die in real life? <laughs> B, an AI has become self-aware and is electrocuting software programmers who try to edit it or shut oh. it down. Or C, a computer hacker is swatting his enemies, <laughs> leading to a shootout in a hospital. Oh, shit. So, Which yeah. of those did the episode present to us as, as a like real the cold open. as a thing yeah this is the yeah so i remember this episode is like Mulder and scully eventually go into computer yes, and they, they have i think Mulder's got a sword at some point yeah <laughs> i think scully wears like a suit of armor or something yeah, it's yeah. very yes oh man it's so, very the the episode was sort of reviewed as like Mulder and scully meet doom <laughs> it's pretty bad yeah so the options are uh swatting a. ai and yeah, A, um, die in game, die in real life. Right. B, 
AI has become self-aware. C, hacker swatting his enemies. I think B, because I feel like the X-Files was really big on this thing. They had a a few of these episodes of, like, an unknown becomes aware. Like, I know that there Mm. were other AI episodes that they had, so I'm I'm going with B. Okay. Incorrect. Damn, it's A, isn't it? This one is A. Ah, Yes, the video game. It's sort of a mix, I'll grant you that, but the the video game is killing people in the game and they are dying in real life. Man, I can't believe we were doing that trope already. I know. That's amazing. <laughs> the one of the one of the worst aged things about that episode is the graphics. It's yeah, really no. that's the hard part to get it through. Reminded me like the thing that I think it reminded me of is when the virus happens in the net here where everything becomes swatchy. Yeah, yeah. Like how that doesn't <laughs> Who what did you you programmed it to do this. That's, that's not person... that's not the native reaction of software. <laughs> that's the writer being like, no, that's not how it would look. And the director being like, no, it needs to look like it's melting. Like yeah. you're actively melting the data. You're like, corrupting the data. That's not what CRT. corrupted you. <laughs> how would you know? <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Okay. Question number two. In David Cronenberg's movie, oh. Existence, oh. E-X-I-S-T-E-N-Z, <gasps> From 1999, so tail end of this okay. for sure. But what are the what is the name of the device by which humans can connect their bodies to the virtual reality of the existence game? Mm. A. Skin switches. Oh. B. Umbi cords. Ugh. C. Grafties, short for graft ports. Or D. Neurolinks. Oh, this is. I, everything I know about this movie, I've never seen Existence, yeah. but everything I know about it feels very, like, I know enough Cronenberg to be like, yes, this is an intensely Cronenberg <laughs> uh-huh. idea. Yeah. Cronenbergian idea. Cronenberg. Uh, but I don't want to say hacky, but it feels so, like, bad sketch comedy kind of to me. <laughs> oh, of, like, man. the props feel like, I've seen the, I've seen this thing and it feels very like, oh, you just, like... <laughs> Paper mache something together. <laughs> this is very good. Uh, anyway. In production value or in, like, actual creative approach? Because that's the funniest way I've ever heard anyone describe Cronenberg. <laughs> in, 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 the, in the production approach, not okay. the writing All approach. right, fair enough. Yeah. You'd be like, sorry, the gun is made of teeth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, fair. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Oh. You want me to go through Run again? through one more time, yeah. A, skin switches. B, umbi cords. C, grafties, short for graft ports. D, neurolinks. I think B is too death stranding, so I'm going to eliminate B. <laughs> there's uh, a there's some connective tissue. Yeah. And it's an umbilical cord. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with, what was the last one again? Neurolinks. Neurolinks. I'm going to go with neurolinks, because I feel like that is that is like corporate enough mm. that it feels like it... it belies the horrifyingness of it. Right. Well, I hate to tell you, uh, it is B. It is umbi Oh, cords. it is umbi Yes. Oh, I think the very thing you identified is what makes it very Cronenberg-y, mm, where yeah. it's like unpleasantly <laughs> graphic and like yeah. tech- tactile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who would buy this? That Indeed. word is gristly. Yes. Yes. Full of gristle. Uh, I should have leaned into that. Yeah. It's away. okay. Your instincts were good. We just went in it. That's how you know I'm not a true Cronenbergian. No, no Cronin heads here. Nope. That's false. We are bound by our national law to love David Cronenberg. Um, number three, what is the name of the ultimate criminal AI played oh. by Russell Crowe in 1995's Virtuosity? Oh, I've never seen this movie and now I have to. Yes. I think from what uh, I've never seen it either, but I think we have to. Um, A, Cal, short for Cybernetic Artificial Lunatic. <laughs> B, Math, short for Monstrous 
artificial hologram. <laughs> That's so labored. <laughs> um, C, Tom, short for techno on demand maniac. Or D, Sid, sadistic, intelligent, dangerous. Okay, so they're all stupid. That's really helpful. Oh, that's the premise of this this segment, Nick. They're all so stupid. Uh, I feel like it's either A for the 2001 reference or D for... That just feels right. Mm. It's it's Cal, not Hal. No, no, I know, but the fact that it's similar. They're doing a rhyming thing here. I picked up on a a little thread there that they're... Trying to make it sound similar, but different so they don't get sued. <laughs> also a hallmark of the 90s. <laughs> um, damn, damn, damn. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sid. I'm going to go with Sid. That you are right. correct. Yes. yes. Sid, played by Russell Crowe, an AI trained on 200 of the world's worst serial killers <laughs> to, God. like, train police. Oh, okay. But then we get a Star Trek hologram situation, obviously. Yeah. Get, what does it stand for again? Sadistic? Sadistic, intelligent, dangerous. Oh, God. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, good stuff. I love it. That's mm. amazing. When was that movie from? For 1995. Yeah, it is. So very... <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. I yeah. think they got caught up in the net. Oh, the writers boy. of that movie. From what I have seen of it, yes, yes, they did. <laughs> uh, here's a here's a Big Ten poll. Uh, question number four: What did the titular hackers oh. use their hacking powers to accomplish in Hackers, <laughs> 1995? A. Cause a fire alarm system test at school to get out of going to class. Oh. B. Reprogram the hair salon's booking system to give everybody the wrong haircuts. <laughs> Or C, give themselves platinum MasterCards and go on a shopping spree montage set to a Crystal Method track. (laughs) That is too specific. (laughs) Running that one out. That's very funny, but too specific. I'm going to go with A because I feel like Hackers is a very slacker kind of... Uh, set up and that right. feels very slackery to me. Okay, you yeah. are correct. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Feels Among good to get these things. right. I'm yeah. really glad that. Right? Yeah. That's how it feels. <laughs> uh, here's another tent pole of like, what the fuck did we think this was? <laughs> Number five, mm. in Independence Day, yeah. 1996. Where we famously got Welcome to, to Earth. Yeah. What machine does Jeff Goldblum's character use to Ooh. connect to and corrupt the alien ship's supercomputer? I think I know this one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A, Sony v- uh, V-A-I-O. I've never known how to pronounce this. Vio? Vio. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. That was Vio. me just making noise. Sounded like you were summoning like a like an ad copy from, yeah, Sony Vio. B, an IBM Aptiva. Ooh. C, Mac PowerBook. Or D, a kitbashed. TI-83 ga- graphing calculator. <laughs> I want it to be that last I one because that's do. amazing. It's the MacBook. It is the MacBook. Yeah, I remember yeah. that because of just the amount of the, like, I feel like there's a very early meme of, like, MacBooks are powerful <laughs> enough to save the world, but I, they can't, like, run Excel or yeah. whatever. <laughs> no one can run Excel, to be fair. <laughs> Excel runs Good us. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's true. Uh, yeah, a real, like, everyone was like, nah, hang on, just one, please. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, That's great. Um, number six. How does the security team in Enemy of the State, another good paranoia thriller Enemy type of thing. the State, technically the sequel to The Conversation. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Yep. Uh, he's in both of them. Uh, yep. Fucking. Harry. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Harry Call. Right. Yep. Weird. Sorry, I threw you off. Yeah, there. no, that's I'm just like, oh shit. Uh, anyway, Enemy of the State is 1998, so 
uh, still in this window. How does the security team find evidence that Will Smith's character has been set up? A, they reprogram a desk phone using an NSA satellite (laughs) to record a confession from a double agent. Oh my god. (laughs) B, they build an AI version of the ringleader to send voice memos to the conspirators and order them to hand off evidence to the CIA. <laughs> have you seen this movie? I have, yeah. Oh, this okay, was another, right. like, on cable. All right, great, guy. good. Oh, that feels But right. I remember nothing okay, of it. Okay, perfect. All it is is pan zooms and... <laughs> yeah, the whoosh sound effect. Yeah, the whoosh sound effect, yeah. yeah. Um, th- uh, C, they create a 3D model of some street-level surveillance footage and rotate it to see what was being blocked from view in the original footage. (laughs) Or D, they hack into a VR headset being used by the ringleader and rewire his neural pathways (laughs) to make him believe he's on their side. (laughs) Uh, Those are all amazing options. From what I remember, this is so stupid, what I remember of the movie is a lot of satellite image Shots. Sure. So yeah. I'm going with A because I feel like that's the most tied oh. to the visual language of I remember for the movie. I love your rationale for that. You're not correct, but Damn it. I, it feels right. It, felt it just so means good. my my writing is good. Yeah. yeah. What, what was it then? It's C. They create a 3D model from oh a 2D God. image, like a still image of surveillance footage, and then they just rotate it. Like, <laughs> wait, he's holding a bag. You can't know that. <laughs> this Very camera stupid. is sensing bag. Yeah. <laughs> But they can't find out what's in the bag. That's apparently too advanced. Yeah, Yeah, obviously. But uh, Enemy of the State, very much like a parallax view, paranoia thriller type of thing, where it's just like about surveillance overreach. So it was close to my choice for my double bill in our parallax episode. Nice, nice, nice. Because that's dimly what I remember from it. (laughs) Then you took away the right things. There you go. And last question. Okay. Going back to hackers. How is the internet and hacking visually represented in this movie? A, flying math equations. (laughs) Like the gif of Zach Galifianakis. Yes, exactly. Exactly like that. B, city towers made of green light that you drive through like in Tron. Tron, Which I did not take because it occurs way before that. It's really more about video games than the internet specifically, right? That's fine. (laughs) C, rapidly flashing video clips like we were talking about, like search query. Right. Or D, all of the above. <laughs> D, D, D. It D. is D. Yes. <laughs> it is all of the above. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Using every trick in the visual oh, shoebox. Oh, 100% <laughs> to be like, this is complicated. <laughs> <laughs> complicated uh, and online, baby. Oh, amazing. I love that. Uh, God. There you go. The so 90s. that's what we were picturing the internet could do in the mid to late 90s. A time of great hope. Great despair. That was even like, that was like 92 to 99. So that's like the most of the decade. We were really poisoning our minds as to what. Yes. I feel like the equivalent now we're doing that with AI now of like, and it can do this and that. And it can yeah. kill a submarine and it yeah. can, but it, <laughs> it can't. It can be a real person, even though it is a language learning model. <laughs> can't stress this enough. AI isn't real in the way that we think it is. It is a model based. On, it's a predictive model. No, that's it's a all. little boy. I saw that Spielberg oh, movie. Kill myself. <laughs> Oh, right, except for that one. That's fair. <laughs> He's just a learning language, a language learning model, too. Yep. Need to burst your bubble. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. Wonderful. Well, I brought a segment for today, too. Ooh. Thank you so much for your segment, because oh, okay. I love being on the opposite side of that quiz That time. experience. So my little segment here. We all love the net. We all love getting caught up in the net. The 95s uh, had us all had net fever. We were all... Yeah. I remember, yeah. <laughs> But what if I told you that the net 
it's cast a little wider than you initially thought. What if I told you that there was a whole net of nets out there? That's right. It's time to talk about the franchise, The Net. Oh, and my no. segment of Grab Out Onto These Facts. Oh, damn! <laughs> just a little one, just a little one. <laughs> yes, tables are turned. Yeah, this is... Uh, Love it. As, uh, I was saying, oh no, for there's a franchise yeah. of The Net, by the way. So the traditional use of Grab Out Onto the Facts is a quiz game where I, we put trivia questions to each other to talk about the franchise that our movie of the week is part of. Um, so my first question is... Aaron, what do you think makes up the Net franchise? There is more than one correct answer here. So, oh boy, okay. A, a movie sequel. B, a TV series. C, a book series. D, a tie-in Mac computer line. Ooh. E, a sequel podcast audio drama. F, a licensed point-and-click mystery game. Or G, a line of PSAs where Sandra Bullock as her The Net character and Sandra Bullock as her speed character tell kids not to do drugs. What? Okay. <laughs> I want it to be the last one so bad, but I don't think that's It's true. clearly made up by me. <laughs> this is a wish list for <laughs> is what that is. Boy, oh boy. Um, okay, right off the bat, everyone had a fucking tie-in point-and-click video game. I'm going to guess that's one of the things. Okay, I'll give you two guesses. Okay. Wait, only two of them are right? Yeah, let's say that. Yeah, two of them are right. Oh, okay. See, I was going to be torn between novelization, like book series, mm. and movie sequel come down on one side or the other and i'll tell you if you're right or wrong i mean if it was a commercial success the the what it says to me is movie sequel tie-in video game and movie sequel you got one of two oh there is a movie sequel oh damn there is not a a video game okay Uh, there was a tv series oh boy when uh 96 i think it ran for one season of 22 episodes well okay so it it, like went the distance it did a first season boy did it get canceled um (laughs) described as quote nominally a sequel to the net. Oh, oh th- high praise. What is the title of this 2006 movie? 11 no, years I already said that's they, they are out of grace at that point. <laughs> I'm not extending them any more understanding past the year 2002. Is it the net 1.1, the net 2.0, the net binary, or oh. tech noir? Uh, you just like tech noir. <laughs> I have to assume it's 2.0. You are correct. Nice. Uh, I thought I'd catch you with the 1.1, but nope, we were not that smart yet. <laughs> nope, yep, that's not how it works. It was a direct-to-home video movie. I assume. And is not very good. Wouldn't the net 1.1 just be the net, but they changed some stuff? Yeah, they yeah, had a few different <laughs> scenes. just re-released it. <laughs> that's where you get the PSA of the speed cap. Yeah, exactly. Because Sandra Bullock does get on a bus in this movie. She does, that's yep. true. And my final question, the TV series for The Net ran for 22 episodes in one season, as I said, starred Brooke Langton, who I don't know who that is, but that's our Angela Bennett, Bennett, uh, Joseph Bottoms, and Tim Curry. Whoa! Yeah. All right. What of these is the name of a real The Net episode? Oh, I'm so excited. All right. A, I see you.com. B, control, halt, delete. C, hack the planet. D, cat and mouse. You know. Yeah, no, click, click. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. An apple a day keeps the hacker at bay. This megabytes and how do you like them apples? Oh my god! Which of these? No, so stupid. One of these is a real episode title. <laughs> uh, do you want them again? Yeah, run them by me one more. ICU.com. Okay. Control Halt Delete. Okay. Hack the planet. Cat and mouse. An apple a day keeps the hacker at bay. This megabytes and how do you like them apples? Is the apple a day one a, a riff on the fact that you don't eat a lot of vegetables in this lifestyle? Is that what that is? You can choose that interpretation. It's definitely intended as a Mac thing, but uh, I figured. yeah. Yep, yep. 
boy. <laughs> I wonder how much Mac was actually invested in the TV series. Like if they got the <laughs> was same. Was it deal. a lot of promotional consideration I for Mac Spy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, those are all so good. Oh. <laughs> I'll even let you choose. There's so many options. I'll let you choose two. Okay. Only all one right. of them is real, but okay. I'll let you choose right. two. Yeah. I'm kind of torn between cat and mouse. Because it's so stupid. Because it's so stupid. I mean, they're all very stupid. Uh, hack the planet seems like... Nah, it's it's just stupid enough to be either, of course, they would never pick that, or they definitely pick that. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. No, I'm going to say cat and mouse. That's and my mouse. actual final answer. Okay. Yeah. No secondary guess. You're going cat and mouse. I'll be bold. Okay, cool. Unfortunately, you are incorrect. And it is ICU.com. Ah, shit. <laughs> And that's my little, uh, that's the little Lynette franchise for you. Well done. I'm saddened to learn there was a franchise (laughs) at all, but I understand. Uh. Uh, and our final segment, we'll do a little review review just to talk about some reviews that came in at the time, uh, or presently as people are revisiting this 90s classic. Uh, how many you got for us Gem. today? You got you got one. I'm guessing. Uh, yes, I got one. I I no, I got two. Sorry, Ooh. I feel like I tend to focus on the ones that are more recent as people are rediscovering mm. this because I, I, I so like so we'll that. go back and, and that's forth. me. You do one and then I'll do one. Well, Great. Okay. I got two too. Okay, here's one from Letterbox user, George. <laughs> Hi, George. George, believe it or not, this passes the Bechdel test. <laughs> And here is something I love about the movie. Sandra Bullock is, like, I know she's, you know, we're meant to think she's dowdy, but she's Sandra Bullock and she's beautiful. And she's always wearing the, like, eyeliner and, like, lip care and whatever. Yeah. She is not redeemed by anyone. She takes care of her own shit. She doesn't end up with a man at the end of it or anything like that. Um, She doesn't make the what would be a frankly insane choice. And yet comes up a lot of, like oh no, I've fallen in love with the, you know, the man sent to kill me fell in love with me, so I also fell in love with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Hard pass. Not having any of it. Not having any of it. And, like, you know, it's it's a two-star review, so I don't think they have as quite a high opinion of the movie as I'm making it seem like I do, but... But you're, but you're right. This point? is, like, foundation of my movie watching as I was a kid is weirdly this movie and, like, aliens and stuff like that, where it is, like... <laughs> we oh, were joking, but you are a feminist. I, yeah, early on. They, they got their hooks in me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> It was me, I guess. <laughs> well, I'll counter with my letterbox review. Please. Uh, from user Nick1977. We're sticking together. Do I want to watch Sandra Bullock order pizza on the World Wide Web while listening to A Whiter Shade of Pale by Annie Lennox, <laughs> a needle drop that makes no sense in this film, tonally or otherwise? Yes, of course I do. Is the <laughs> CNN news guy at the end of the movie the same CNN news guy from David Fincher's The Game? That answer, too, is also yes. <laughs> I have not seen The Game. I just like that it happened twice. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's it's the Annie, Annie Lennox cover is quite something. You there are so many weird fucking little moments that in this was movie, your, but boy. Yeah, I think you gave an oh boy. I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, okay. <laughs> Whew. Like it goes from uh, Senator Suicide to Pizza.net and Annie Lennox. It's just, whoa, Jesus Christ. A thing that I love is when you click on the large when you're ordering pizza on Pizza.net, the little icon of the pizza gets slightly larger. Yeah, we have to have that feedback. That, I'm just saying. That's what we need. There w- there was a certain peak usability factor for yeah. 95 Tech. Just saying. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's also one of my favorite reviews in the world. So... 
End of segment. <laughs> no, I have one more. Oh, sorry. <laughs> End of my contribution to the segment. There you go. Because that's, that's the, the people discovering it for the first time portion. I want to read you a bit of Roger Ebert's 1995 review. Oh, please. Even though Let's I already see. read it. This is his, like, sign-off okay. for it. Where he was, like... He, throughout the whole thing, he's like, this movie is stupid. It uh, is really dumb. There's no characters. I love this movie. <laughs> um, I love when he does that. So uh, he signs off his review with, not exactly plausible. And I still like this movie. If Sandra Bullock ever gets a great screenplay, we may need seatbelts. Oh! So he's, his whole <laughs> he's thing. He's on the Sandy train. And this is my feeling of it, too, is like, objectively, this movie sucks. But... She is so like you. She is so able to garner sympathy from an like she is yeah. so good at playing her characters, and she is so. It's not charismatic because it's not like movie stardom that she's bringing to it, but she is such. Her character feels so well rounded, and yes. she is living that character that you are. It is. It is. Hypnotic. You believe her. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Even when she's doing things like typing "search user" or "who is, who is? user" yeah. <laughs> in a terminal that doesn't appear to be connected to anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, uh, yeah, just garners a shit ton of empathy. Yeah. Just instantly. Because, like, off the top, he's like, first you have her in speed, where, like, she is amazing in it. And yeah, her and Keanu uh, hold together this ridiculous movie. And I can't remember the second movie, but same thing. Sure. He's like, and then there's this movie. And he just goes on, like, what I'm trying to say is, if someone would give her an actually good role, she would kill it. <laughs> oh, it's Sleepless in Seattle. That's her oh, intervening one. Yeah. I've never seen that, so I didn't. I didn't know that. Okay, is it Sleepless? In Se- it's the one where uh, she pushes a guy, or she uh, a guy falls into a coma while you were sleeping. That's what it is. Oh, while you were sleeping. okay. Guy falls into a coma, right? And right, she's right. obsessed with him. And when he wakes up, she's like, she yeah, pretends I'm... to be his wife or something. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. Yeah, they're talking about how she he has amnesia, but only about her. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's how it works, Nick. <laughs> like anyone could ever forget Sandra Paul. <laughs> Not exactly plausible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, um, that's good. I I feel uh, Miss Congeniality. I feel like yeah. it was a really good. Uh, I think something. that was her next movie after this one. Good for her. Yeah. Yes. Which you've seen? You've seen? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Movie. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> you hadn't seen the net, so I can't no, make any I... assumptions with you. <laughs> uh, it's time for our takeaways and double billings. Then let's uh, tie this net up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you do with nets? I mean, uh, sure. That's about as you could you could find a physical representation of that in this movie. I'm sure. Okay, well, yeah. take it away then. Okay, look. <laughs> I'm like I'm kind of on this movie's side. I hate that I am, but like I'm kind of I'm kind of on its side. I know that you found it very funnily bad as we were watching, yeah. but I feel like it's like working its the more magic I think on you. About it, and I'm annoyed that it's that it's like kind of holding together for me. It's so trashy. It's just it's so I know it's so like it it's almost it's got this weird identity crisis where it wants to be really flashy and mm. like cutting edge and stuff, but it's actually just about like. It's got all the whoosh sound effects yeah. as she like submits a search query or whatever, <laughs> but it's it, it feels like there's a really serious and touching movie in there somewhere about like not being able to rely on just like the the systems that we've built around ourselves and like that could be you know if you go to the library and you look your your look up your library card you know yours is the one you're gonna see mm. or. So this 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 idea that like someone so, I'm telling the truth so someone somewhere has to believe me. Yeah. 
I'm objectively telling the truth and I know I'm right, so I must be able to find, like, a physical representation of that somewhere. And Bullock's frustration in this movie is that's what I feel like is yeah. so human that gets yes. you on her side so much as you're like, I've watched, she's right. Like, yeah. you want to go into the movie and tap the characters and like, no, I saw it. No, no, it's it. true. And, like, there's so many, there's so many, like, ways she could actually, like, do you have a high school yearbook? Do you? It goes to a lot of lengths yeah. to be like, her mom has Alzheimer's and she doesn't have any, like, in real life friends. Yeah. So that's... That's why nobody can back up her story. But like, and it is just a real, like, you'd assume, it's very dehumanizing. Mm. You'd assume you exist and could prove it. But turns out, you know, in stupid ways or not, this movie is representing, like, you kind of can't prove that. Yeah, not anymore. (laughs) The way things are going, you cannot prove that. Yeah, obviously it's far-fetched as hell and all of the actual technology of it is so stupid, but it's it feels like there's a germ in there of a movie that really wants to emphasize like how dehumanizing and alienating online can be. Yeah, your cyber bobs of the world. Yeah. <laughs> need like human connection. It is that yeah. thing of like connecting outside of your bubble is Yeah. Yeah, hard yeah. and going away. It's very like cautionary tale where she eschews, you know, yeah. IRL and it comes back to bite her. And that way very prescient. Very yes, prescient. yeah. Can't say that uh we've used the internet to connect and do good overall in Cannot general, but and will not. You can't, but there's uh, there's other stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's it's poor, it's like a poorly made great idea. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's that's my takeaway for this. Nice. Yeah, we're kind of similar in this, and like this movie does have surprising layers. Is one of the things I like about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's my favorite type of thriller, which is it's taking a topic from the time that's really big in the zeitgeist. And is just throwing tons of shit at it. Yeah. It's not being it's like... overstuffed. It's, it is having, like, ultimately a... Yeah, computer bad, maybe. But, like, it's kind of... Like I said, it's this conservative thing of, like... Pro- we gotta keep our eye on progress, because it could actually be bad if it swings unchecked in a direction. Yeah. But it is just being... More being, like... This computer stuff's crazy, huh? <laughs> like, that's kind <laughs> of its standpoint. Yeah. By all appearances, the movie is is trying to make you see computers are crazy yeah like that's what it presents to you in a very obvious package and a bit of Nobody like wants. look what it can do that's so cool look what it can do that is not cool like you could yeah. order pizza <laughs> which came true like that's, that's you couldn't true. actually do it at the time this was right. like fantasy for this movie same with airline bookings yeah fantasy for this movie uh, in case you were convinced that that user interface that she's using is was so actually funny. Really. Like, she had to have written that herself. Probably. What yeah. What did she do? Where is she getting the pizza from? She had it's to find it. Yeah, it kind of became rote for early internet thrillers and cyber thrillers, I feel like. But this is, this is the movie that taught me what the internet was. Sure. So, like, and I said in our last episode that I love paranoia thrillers. I think that this is the movie that kind of instilled it in me. <laughs> that's just probably cause, fair because i saw it so much it's just yeah 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 so that's it's that's uh my big takeaway is just that yeah nice. that it really like a parasite gloms onto the zeitgeist and just siphons stuff off <laughs> it's it. extremely yeah. of its time yeah. for better or for worse yeah. yeah so now let's double bill this bad boy which because it has so many of these layers and is also very imprecise in what it's trying to do very easy to do i feel like yeah it turns out <laughs> yeah i i I feel like there was a really so the the thing that i thought was interesting mm. immediately upon finishing it was this kind of parallel between like her mom has alzheimer's and that's obviously very hard for her mm-hmm. 
and yeah like there's a legitimately i got emotionally affected by the scene where she's in prison on the phone calling her mom and being like try to and she's crying yeah try to remember like Like, you have to tell them who i am try to remember it's me and then like it's not even that she's in so much trouble it's that her mom doesn't remember her and that is so harsh like that's so hard and yeah so i i was i was trying to think of like I was like, I know that's that feels like the germ of it, where mm. you're like the things that you took for granted as like you know real and concrete and mm. are are not like you're just so it's just a movie that makes you aware of it, your own mortality if yeah. you think about it too hard, which we do for this purposes of this podcast. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna pair it with like a real you know that, but scaled way up, and I feel like it's a good execution of a a good idea, or like an idea that just is really about what it's like to exist and be seen and perceived as a as a sort of <laughs> yeah, kind of that. Yeah. I'm gonna pair it with Interstellar Ooh. from 2014, I think it is Christopher Nolan's big ass time travel quantum mechanics. Epic. And so in your scenario, just want to make sure, the net's the trashy one? Am I right in believing this? Interesting. Believe okay. it or not, the net is less well-made than Interstellar <laughs> is, yeah. And the, the reason, it kept, like, coming to me, and it, it's just very much about, like, people in this insane situation, you know, very, like, has ramifications on a global, if not mm. galactic scale, but they're just, they're really just trying to connect to each other and make each other, like, make someone believe that they they know what's going on and they can help hmm. and they're trying to help and they're tra- just like, perceive me, yeah. you know? And there's that kind of central um, Matthew McConaughey and his daughter relationship where he kind yeah. of abandons her to what what she thinks is, like, basically the heat death of the planet. <laughs> and So a little more extreme. A little more extreme, a little more scaled up, but uh, <laughs> but just having this sense of like, no, I someone remembered me, someone came back for me mm. is kind of the linchpin of the, the solution in the end. Mm. It's like knowing that someone was out there thinking about you and believing in you and like was there for you is like the key to, you know. Nice. Yeah. I like and that. That's so really... it, it's like, the, it's like the, it turned out okay. Uh, <laughs> She got the the validation she needed, the the daughter version of the net. Nice. And it it just has this sort of, it's almost like a paranoia thriller, kind of. It's not so much, but it's very, like, it has this sense of why me, of, like... Yeah, it does have a bit of... Not not the thriller part, but, but yeah, that that doubt and questioning of what is reality. Very much, in in the sense of, like what whatever was real like the all the time dilation stuff stuff, and and what can i trust being in black holes yeah exactly like am i even doing anything that matters and (laughs) what is this all yeah uh yeah so that's the movie i'm gonna pair it with nice i like that a lot that would not have crossed my mind this is why i love this is a case of me knowing this movie so well and being it bringing it to air (laughs) and be like no you should actually watch it (laughs) you laughing your way through it (laughs) So funny. It's so and then funny. like against my will getting really getting stuff out of it. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck. Uh yeah. well for me, I am uh gonna really take the Hitchcock thriller aspect of it and nice. get into that. But transposing the idea of something new in the Zeitgeist that is just being glommed on like thrown onto general thriller convention sure. as the like the mechanism by way of yeah, how yeah. the plot works and all that, but ultimately very human concerns. Does a lot about questioning identity and how much how much we can exert our will on stuff. And of course, like I said, Winkler's 
mild obsession with making this a Hitchcock movie. I'm going to pair so the net with 1945 Spellbound, which Ooh. to me does for like psychoanalysis and dream analysis. Oh what shit, totally. Yes. The internet's doing in this movie. Yes. So if you don't know Spellbound, this is about uh, the the like back of the dvd synopsis is uh dr edwards arrives at a mental hospital to replace the outgoing hospital director when dr constance peterson discovers he's actually an imposter with amnesia through psychoanalysis the two go on a quest to discover whether or not he's guilty of murder uh, it's very thrilling it's crazy of its time it has some amazing visuals so yeah. we've got that in common with the net <laughs> Couldn't even make it through the so, sentence. No, no, let's do it this way. It has some unbelievable visuals. Hey! You will not believe what you're seeing. Literally can't believe it. <laughs> but um, psychoanalysis is not new, but it's entering the like popular consciousness in a new way. I feel like after World War II, like yeah. so many people coming home with like mental illness and, oh my God, what do we do with that? And it is this just like web almost like a net oh of God. just like wide open like there's just we're throwing stuff at the wall and like okay well how can we connect this experience with this feeling and <laughs> it's very work. like batman and robin trying to solve a riddle <laughs> yeah, <it is>. <laughs> if batman and robin were like crazy hot just yeah 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 ingrid I mean, bergman and uh what's his doodle henry fonda nope uh fuck oh god i had it written down here because i knew i'd forget gregory, gregory peck, peck. Gregory that's who peck. it is yes yeah his milky voice <laughs> And glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm That's, pairing those together as the like. That's a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. It, it. They both just feel like they're not saying anything about this plot contrivance, this thing that's the engine for the plot, but they're using it as a way to explore a human thriller story. Yes, it's very much. It's the same movie, but just the kickoff or like the tool that's being used is is yeah. different. And dependent on like, hey, this has just hit the public uh, public eye. And as yeah, mentioned, I just want to watch a lot of Hitchcock now. I'm yeah, really, you're on a roll. Yeah, Hitchcock all right. killed. And with that, that's all I can think about. So I'm going to go watch some Hitchcock. Uh, that's <laughs> the end of this episode. You can follow us at Garbage Pod on Instagram. You can follow us on Blue Sky. I'm at, I'm at Dick Arnavis. And you are? I'm at Macklebass, M-A-C-L-E-B-A-S-S. Yeah. And the pod is also on there, but we don't have anything up yet. Yeah to come soon <laughs> soon. soon and please review us on your podcast platform of choice let us know did you have a weird childhood obsession with the net like i did uh or are you I'm like so Baron coming to this movie for the first time and being like god damn this fun. movie sucks yeah. but it's actually really good <laughs> but i get it let us know the duality of sandra bullock and please join us next time for another pile of garbage signing I'm off signing i'm typing you bye <laughs> Click,